I'm Shannon McCauley. I am the canon vicar at Trinity Cathedral, and I have a really complicated relationship with quiet. In my family of origin, the way that we dealt with anger was through silence. It might have gone to, you know, stomping or door slamming or shouting, but it always started with the nearly imperceptible temperature-raising tension of abject silence. My mom can go hours without making a peep if she is mad enough. That is how her side of the family does it. They're all like that. When they get mad, they get quiet, and then they don't talk to each other for a while. On my dad's side, it's similar. They also get quiet. My dad couldn't hold it as long as my mom did, but he would get mad. He'd start stroking his beard, and I knew that it was about to come, but I was also relieved that it was about to come because something was going to break the silence. Silence in my growing up life meant danger. So silence makes me anxious. I'm almost always listening to something while I do anything. Podcasts, NPR, audiobooks, music, sometimes shows. It's almost like I need noise to be able to focus. I'm sure there's some diagnosis for that. You can email me later. When I was in college, I started to feel this inner urge, this get ready. Uh, it wasn't words or like a being or a voice. It was just this sense that I was on my way to something that I needed to get ready for. In the early 2000s, it changed into it's time. But it was still it's time with nothing else. And so it got me really discerning and trying to figure it out and talking to people about what might be going on, what I might have been getting ready for, and what it was now time for. So I went and visited with my old priest, Father Bob, who was this lovely man. And I told him all these things about how I'd been getting ready and now it was time and I didn't know what it meant. And I talked to my dad's friend, Jerry, Jerry Shigaki was the ethnic missioner for the Diocese of Olympia, and he had a really specific vision for the church. And one of the things that he did just about as soon as he was hired was that he set up a conference for discernment for people of color. And I talked to him a little bit about this, like, get ready and it's time stuff. And he knew probably right away what I was saying even though I didn't. And so he invited me to this People of Color Discernment Weekend. This is a podcast, and you can't see me, and you may or may not know me in real life, but I am a biracial, white-passing person, and our binary world has very little imagination for things that aren't totally visually obvious. And so when Jerry invites me to a discernment weekend for People of Color, I kind of chuckled and said, you know, Jerry, what... What would, what would people think about me showing up for this thing? And he said, well, think about it. And I did. I don't know why I didn't have imagination for what it could be, but I really didn't. And I really thought no one would be at this thing and that it was just, it would be this weekend in a retreat center where they would cook for you and it would be free, which was the only vacation I could afford at that moment. And so I said, what the heck? And I went. When I showed up, there were 30 to 35 people. The joke in the group was that some of us were called by God and all of us were called by Jerry. 
For the next couple days, I spent time in session and time, uh, like free time. And one afternoon, I was alone in my small room. It was this little cell with a twin bed and a small nightstand and a little metal lamp and this big window that just faced out into the woods. My phone didn't work. There was no TV. I didn't have a radio. And I just sat in the silence when it became clear to me, clear as day, not in the like giant voice of God, but also in a clearly indescribable, but totally obvious way, the spirit was calling me to be a priest. It brought me instantly to tears. I knew, I knew all of a sudden that I was in the presence of God in a way that it was different than other times. It was as if I had just been quiet long enough to recognize the divine that had been all around me all along. It hasn't been an easy call, but I know that I'm on the journey that I've been called to. And I was able to discern that because I didn't have cell service for an afternoon. I'm so grateful to Jerry, who died this year, for the gift of silence. It made me the priest that I am, and probably sooner than I would have found it on my own. Quiet still makes me anxious. The spirit busting through a quiet moment to call me to the hardest thing I'd done so far isn't exactly non-threatening. So I'm still careful with silence. But every now and again, all my kids go bouncing out the door to school and my husband goes off to work, and I can sit and pour myself a cup of coffee and listen to nothing. And gosh, those moments just feel like a little piece of perfect. Reverberation of the Spirit is a production of Trinity Episcopal Cathedral in Portland, Oregon. Music for this podcast was performed by Dr. Catherine Webb. For more information, go to www.trinity-episcopal.org.